0: Welcome to Run This World. I'm your host, Nicole DeBoom, and it's my 50th birthday today, February 17th. It also happens to be, as Wilder DeBoom, my 10-year-old daughter, told me, random acts of kindness day. Woohoo! All right, so I'm putting out a random act of kindness. I don't know if this is kindness or not, but I'm going to share with you a couple of quick thoughts. It's going to be a quickie podcast because I've got a lot of things to do today. On my perfect birthdays, and I try to treat every day like it's my birthday, I include the fab four. I think it's four. I include treats. Okay, I'm sorry. I wake, I'm not sorry. Why would I be sorry? Why would I ever start something by saying, I'm sorry? That is so weird. I never even do that. So I'm not starting it today. I'm not sorry. I wake up and eat cake this started the very first birthday I ever had with Tim DeBoom. It was 1996. I had moved in with him in Tucson, Arizona. And I woke up and he was already gone on like a six or seven hour bike ride. And there was a piece of cake on a plate and it said, happy birthday. You should always eat cake on your birthday. And I've taken that to heart and I Do not leave my cake to chance. When I was in Boulder, I always ordered from Kim and Jake's. I always got the almond poppy seed with the almond frosting. Amazing. I'm not there anymore. Kim and Jake, I love you, but I had to find a new bakery. I found one in Steamboat. It's called Inclusions. Inclusions. Interesting name. And uh, I ordered this vanilla brown butter cake with butterscotch frosting. Oh my God. I, it's unbelievably delicious. Okay. So I include treats and treats often for me these days are things that taste good and lots of delicious coffee. Because as you know, I don't drink alcohol. A lot of people include alcohol as their treats. I did that for far too many years. Now, mostly coffee and food. But anyway, fab four, we got treats. We have family, family, so important to me. I like to do something awesome with my guy and my girl. And if my extended family is around them too, but right now it's Tim and Wilder. It's the Tim and Wilder show. And uh, here's the kicker. I usually like to do fun, active outdoor things, but I am nine weeks today, post-op, from my f- spinal fusion on L4, L5, I'm feeling so fantastic. I'm totally antsy, but I'm not yet cleared to do anything except walk, swim, and core, like PT exercises. So boring. But I'm just going to be patient because my 50th birthday, yeah, I'd love to do something epic. I mean, at the end of the day, every, every day is pretty epic. But um, you know what? I'm going to let those two have a great outdoor activity, and I'm going to support that because watching the people I love to have fun and be awesome also makes me really happy. Um, my number three on the uh, Fab Four list would be friends. I love hang with buddies. When I was working at Skirt Sports, I just walked into the office and I was surrounded by like, you know, 10 people who made me smile and made me feel great. Now I got to search them out and seek them out. Usually coffee um, is also included in friend meetups. And number four, I like to do a little work. I really do. And one thing that I have found in my life is that as I've like, let's just say moved through this career transition phase, which I've been in for, oh, geez, probably about a year and a half now, ever since I sold Skirt Sports, I am finally accepting the fact that I don't think I really want to work that much anymore. <laughs> I'm not, like, that's actually a big thing for me to say because I've always taken so much pride in working so hard and hard work always meant hours, lots of hours. I would just like go to the office and like create emails for things. And like, ah, I just tried to create more and more and more because I felt like then I was doing something productive and I was helping people by creating more things and ideas and events and who knows, you name it. But here I am 50 Did I tell you today I'm 50 and I've changed. I'm different than I was when I was 33 years old and starting skirt sports and on a mission to change the world. I don't want to work as much, but I want to work and it works a weird word because a lot of times the things that I've created in my life that would be categorized as work really don't feel like a job. And I'll tell you, this is why. I want to do meaningful work. Okay, that's what it is. And meaningful work doesn't always have a lot of dollar signs by it. Maybe it does. But at the end of it all, what I really want to do is help people. That's it. I want to do work that helps people. I recently um, wrapped up a project it's a podcast project called Touched by Suicide. It's a 10-part series. It's on this podcast channel. It's also got its own channel. I'm going to move everything over there once it, it all uh, finally launches. But um, it's tough. It's heavy. It is a topic that most people don't want to talk about. They literally see the word and they just like move on. The last thing we want to do is put our heads in this space where this word suicide is part of our atmosphere. Part of it is because we don't want to invite it into our lives. The last thing I want to do is invite suicide into my close circle of life, but I do recognize that this work, this project is incredibly meaningful. It might not be something that that many people want to partake in, but the people who do are so helped by it. And so that's the kind of work I want to do. I want to do meaningful work. It might help less people, but it makes a bigger impact. Wow feels kind of cool to say. You know, I'm sitting here, I'm 50. I don't want to talk forever because I've got treats, family, friends, and, uh, oh, I forgot fitness. It's actually the Fab Five. Wait, treats, family, <laughs> friends, meaningful work, and fitness. It's the Fab Five on my birthday. Duh, fitness. That's like a huge part of it. I have to do something fun for my body on my birthday. But, um, I am going to tell you that I had this thought the other day as I was like, I'm turning 50. What does it all mean? Where have I been? Where am I now? Where do I want to go? Oh my God, I must know the answers. And this really simple thought came to mind. Most of it doesn't really matter. Most of it. Everything we do, most of everything we worry about, most of all the things that give us anxiety, most of all the actual things in life don't really matter. But here's what does. All right. I made a little list. I'm going to read it to you. Here is what matters. That you know yourself, that you accept yourself, and that you love yourself. Boom. Boom. Those are huge. If you don't know yourself right now, get on it. Get back in touch. If you don't accept yourself, better change that stat. And if you do not love yourself, that's a travesty. We need to change that. Here's what else matters that you don't compromise who you are for other people. Stop walking on eggshells. Stop making decisions about what restaurant you want to go to based on what you think your partner wants to eat for dinner. If they asked you where you want to go for dinner, tell them where you want to go for dinner. Don't compromise who you are for other people. There is no time for that. We care about other people. We care about their feelings. But don't change yourself for anybody else. Here's what else matters, that you make feelings, emotions, and experiences what you strive for, not things. Let me give you a good example. So when I moved to Steamboat, I decided that I needed a new coffee maker. And I treated myself to a fairly expensive Mocha Master drip coffee maker. And it might be like, oh, Nicole, did you really, like, it's a thing. It's a coffee maker sitting on the counter. It's red and shiny and really cool looking, but like, it's just a thing. But when I really dissected it, it wasn't the coffee maker that I wanted. It was the perfect cup of coffee every morning. And the perfect, perfect cup of coffee wasn't necessarily just about the taste of the coffee, although that's part of it and the feeling and the sensory experience of having that coffee that makes me happy when I wake up. And so what I was really striving for and what I really wanted out of this mocha master was to feel like I could start my day in a way that made me smile. And I do every single day. my mocha master. (laughs) Here's what else matters. That you care for and love your body. Okay? As it is. Even if it needs some work to get to the health or fitness level that you want, you can still love it. If you don't love it, It's not going to get where you want it to go. I mean, look at me. I'm sitting here nine weeks. All I can do is go walk. I was literally cleared today is the very first day that I am going to swim. No flip turns. Got to get in and out of the pool with the stairs, but I can go swim and walk. That's all I've been doing for nine weeks. But I got to tell you, I love my body more right now than I have for the 48 every day of the 49 years that preceded this, because it's allowing me to move through this world. It is not in the kind of shape I want it to be. I've got hardware in it. I might set off the, uh, you know, the the sensors in the airports now. I don't know. But the truth is I'm reframing and if you fall out of love with your body, the only way that you get your body back on track is to fall back in love with it. And it's so hard when you're not happy with it to love it. But once you have some switch, like flip that switch, once you do that, everything changes. I'm reframing as I speak. Gentle is going to be a word in my physical repertoire from now on. I'm not going to be frail and scared. I'm just going to be more gentle in my pursuits. I'm going to have gentle, aggressive physical pursuits. I'm not going to be out there trying to, you know, rip up the slopes. I'm going to be out there enjoying them. And uh, I think that's really important. And we forget that. All right, here's what else really matters. That you care for and love your mind. Mind. Do you do something every day to nurture your mind? I don't. I need to. I want to. I forget to. I'm putting these mantras on my wall so that I can remember. You know what? I'll go ahead and make a printout. I'll put it up online. You can print it out yourself. You need to figure out the things that help your mind get juiced up. And I'm not talking about drugs, (laughs) talking about, I'm talking about listening to podcasts that expand the way you think. You know, the other day I actually have been listening to entertaining podcasts lately. I don't know if you guys have heard of Dead Eyes. That one's hilarious. Somebody told me to listen to, uh, my dad wrote a porno. So funny. And then I started tuning into Smartless with, uh, three awesome comedians many of you would know. And on SmartList the other day, they had a guest named Tiffany Haddish, who many of you probably do know because you've seen her in movies and she's a comedian. And they were asking her, like, so what are you doing today? And she said, well, I'm doing the show or something. And then she goes, but really, today's just an opportunity day. And I was like, whoa. I just like, hit pause on the podcast. I was like, opportunity day? oh my God, I need to have more opportunity days. This sounds like something that will help my mind expand. And I was like, I don't know what an opportunity day means to anybody else. But to me, it's about being open. Opportunities to me are about being open. When you're closed, opportunities do not come in. When your mind and heart are open, people... New adventures present themselves, new ideas somehow find their way in. That's important to me. And to me, that's all about caring for and loving your mind. So, hey, if you take anything out of this, maybe we can all just set up, you know, one day a week and we call it our opportunity day and we allow ourselves to have opportunity. And you know, what's funny is I immediately envisioned my opportunity day as me going to a coffee shop and it can literally, I will do all the coffee shops in the, you know, one hour circumference of where I live and, um, sit there and just be open to the people that come in, to conversations that can be had, to things I read, to an actual newspaper, to whatever. Whatever. So yeah, my coffee somehow makes its way into all my things. And you know what, guys? Really, the, the final thought today about what really matters is that you surround yourself with love. There is no time in this life In 49 years that came before, and the 49 years that are going to come from here on, there is no time to surround yourself by things that do not make you feel good about yourself. That I have learned in 50 years, and I'm going to just take a moment to remind you that if you are hanging out with people, doing things, you have a job, whatever it is that makes you feel bad about yourself makes your self-love waver. Get the hell out and move on. Take an opportunity day. <laughs> We're going to put this in the new handbooks for for companies. I'm taking an opportunity day. Take an opportunity day to go out and make your checklist and delete the things that make you feel bad about yourself and open yourself up to including only the things in your life that make you feel great. All right, everybody, that's all I got for you. (laughs) How's that for 50 years of living? (sighs) Guess what? You know what time it is. It's time to get out there and run this world. I hope you all have an amazing day, and I will see you next time.